This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Ooh, my three-day-old microwave tilapia is done. Why did you do that? We're in the office. Because I play by my own rules, Nicole. I'm a loose cannon. You want my gun and my badge? You can't have it. This, this is, is a hot dog, dog is, is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm your host, Josh Air. And I'm Nicole Anaiti. And we are good mythical morning and mythical kitchen food chefs, <laughs> but sometimes when we're not food chefing, Nicole, oh, yeah? we're over here breaking down the world's biggest food debates. That's right, Josh. And today's subject matter, you're going to love this one so much. It's the best workplace snack. It is the best workplace snack. That's why we have a giant pile of workplace snacks here. These are Um, our workplace snacks. These are our workplace snacks. And this is the, no, this is the second best company with the second best workplace (gasps) snacks that I've ever worked for. Sorry, Mythical Entertainment. What's number one? First job I ever had, it was a... It was called Participant Media. It okay. was founded by one of the, the eBay founders. He was a billionaire named Jeff Skoll. Hey, he, Jeff, come on the pod. Jeff Skoll, come on the pod. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, anyways, it was like a 200-person company. They had their own campus in Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. I was making like oh, 35 nice. grand a year, oh, so it not wasn't nice. like, you know what I mean? My first job out of college. No, but the workplace snacks there, they had all the cereals in all the cool containers, like at the at the Sprouts or the Whole Foods where you oh pull it. Oh my gosh, that's comes awesome. Down. They would have like salad bars Bulk. every day. Bulk. Bulk, yeah, and it was all organic because they were trying to be like a do-gooder media company, but then what happened is they it just kind of fired everybody because <laughs> he got bored. <laughs> Having a company owned by a billionaire is a cool idea in theory because you get cool snacks, but then mm-hmm. one day they're just like, I'm not interested mm, My personal trainer said that like, I shouldn't run this company anymore, so I'm going to fire all of you and we're like why did that happen oh no um anyway that was probably libelous he didn't do that but it was you know point is point we, is. Got, we got good workplace snacks here yeah uh we've i feel very blessed for that yeah i mean i've worked at places where they don't give you anything yeah. you just gotta bring your own snacks and bring your own lunches so. i when i worked at los angeles magazine it was a very <laughs> one that company did not make any money <laughs> um and so you know we had a vending machine where you needed like exact change that is so crazy to, to me to get that like expired so, veggie straws that is so crazy and so cringe to me uh-huh yeah but i mean you know i would then just bring a bucket of change so i'd have 65 sense to get me some veggie straws um but point is the world of office workplace snacks Mm -hmm. it is varied and it is it's a political playground let me just say that it is it is insane you know well we're very lucky we work at mythical and they actually ask us what kind of snacks they want to see more of and less of which i think is super sweet i agree but a lot of the times you know i i I lean you know we i feel like we you and i and the mythical kitchen crew are in a very uh blessed and and special subsect of workplace do you (laughs) not agree no, I acknowledge my privilege portion oh, 100%. of today. I mean, I mean, our workplace snacks <laughs> is just prep that we didn't use the day before. That's true. Yeah. So when you work in a kitchen, there's a lot of snacks laying around. Yeah, especially when you work in a, a media kitchen, I guess you can call it. Yeah. Our all of our snacks are like d- dried. I don't know, like dried figs from like <laughs> Patagonia or like stupid stuff like that. Or like limited edition Dorito flavors that only oh, existed yeah. in New Zealand for like three months. Like like we get like limited edition Mountain Dews and Peep Soda and all yeah. these cool things, and that's really really awesome. But when it mm. comes to like sustenance. And like those things don't really 
help, I guess, with no. productivity. No. So I think it's nice that we also have, you know, the, the communal snack area where there are there are better, quote unquote, options for us. I agree with that. And so when we're breaking down the best office snacks, mm. we're also talking about for, for all the rest of y'all that don't yeah. work in a very strange company like yeah. we do. Um, so like we're talking about snacks that you would bring from home, sure. right? Things you can stock at your office desk. We're talking about snack strategy. Mm-hmm. Nicole, what's your snack strategy? What are your <sighs> go-tos? We got a well, smattering here. Well, um, I don't eat breakfast <laughs> at home because I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm crunched for time. I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, why lie. would you? Typically what I do is I make myself a coffee. I pour it in a protein shaker and then I add a scoop of protein. So I have a protein coffee and that's my-, my You do protein pro- coffee every day? I, I've started- I've never been more proud of you. I've started like uh, two months ago. Hell I don't yeah. do it every day, but I do do it because I just mm. think it's, because I work out in the mornings and if I do it on an empty stomach and just caffeine, I will pass out and vomit. Yeah, that's good. I've done both of those yeah, no, things. fasted cardio is a myth, <laughs> folks. Don't do it. You want to give your body bricks <laughs> This is not that from. podcast. This is not that podcast. I thought you, oh God, Nicole, I thought you wanted to do no, the nutrition no, no. and exercise no, no, podcast. No, no. <laughs> but when no. we do. But let me tell you. So I do that. So I do my protein coffee maybe like three, four times a week just because mm. it's easy for me. I work out. I come to work. I either make one egg <laughs> or I eat a, with toast or I eat a banana. These bananas are the best workplace snack in my That's opinion. That's your number one draft pick right now. You're going bananas. I love bananas. Mm, I'm not. I'm, I'm never going to pick bananas for oh a very God. specific okay, reason. Okay, okay, okay. I, I pick the bananas again. We're lucky. Mm. We have someone stocking them once a week, so they're yep. nice and fresh and yellow. Hardly ever brown. That's why I don't like them. That's why I do not like bananas as a workplace snack. Okay, I will continue. Apples are the better workplace fruit snack. Oh no! Oh no! Apples? Perennially Who ripe, the baby. Heck Crazy is long apples? shelf life. If I want to eat a banana, I refuse to eat a banana at this level oh. of ripeness. So what I do is I have to stash bananas underneath my desk. I'm like a chipmunk. I take my little acorns and I bury them where nobody else can find them because this isn't a good banana. The bananas, color? no, no, no. This is much too unripe. The green that's going to give you the diarrhea. Do green bananas give you diarrhea? Uh, I don't know. Write I, it in the I comments. I could have eaten a bunch of chipotle and then a green banana. <laughs> And then the variables are mixed up. Wait, you're allergic to bananas, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Josh. I'm so unaware of my own body, and it always hurts, and I'm always uncomfortable, that uh, I realize that when I eat bananas, my roof of my mouth burns like crazy. No wonder it's not and your I first burp pick. a lot. Yeah, you are But no, allergic. I love eating bananas. I love them. You like I the still flavor of it. banana. It's my favorite. Bananas are like my hmm. favorite thing to eat. Do you put them bananas in Bananas are my hobby. <laughs> bananas are my hobby. And ping pong. <laughs> this is another Borat <laughs> reference, huh? Yes. Great. Um, and then, and then, and then after my my morning single. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, if anybody ever makes a Borat reference, just go. Ah, it's like, another Borat. Borat. Great. My wife. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a banana or one egg. I I opt for either hard boiled or you know cooked in a skillet. Hard. But you're hard boiling your own eggs here. Right? I can't. So I can't. I yeah. have the ability to do that. But yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. we have hard boiled eggs that are already peeled for us. I'm like sick. Um. <laughs> and then, and then um, I do my lunch, whatever I do for lunch. And then I typically reach for something sweet. Typically, mm. as of now, we have Milano's in the office. Milano's and are honey, huge. Those Milano's Luxurious. make me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> I make myself a little, a little coffee. Typically, it's a flat white with oat milk. 
<laughs> you are the bougiest person, and this is. We are gonna get wrecked I'm for this. Sorry, I'm Make sorry. Make office, need... office snacks a flat white I with need... micronized oat milk. Okay, listen, I need to be honest with myself. I need to be awesome, uh, honest with the listeners. It's not fair to me to be like, yeah, I eat Dor- I don't eat Doritos. I, I don't, don't. I don't. I don't eat Doritos. I don't eat. If I do, it's a very rare occasion when I'm reaching for this for the for the bag of chips. I don't do that. Yeah. I want people to know that this is what I do because they're listening to me. Yeah. Well, well, what is what is the psychology behind what you're doing? Tell me about it. Because that's um, what I want to get into. Around like this 12 is about o- increasing worker productivity. Well, around twelve o'clock, I I find myself, you know, a little peckish, <laughs> and I don't want to eat anything salty, so I reach for something sweet, mm-hmm. and then I also have a coffee, you know, for energy purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's the psychology behind it. But this is about <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I asked for a specific reason. This is about physical hunger for you. Like, yeah, you are actually peckish. You need. Yeah, something. I am. Yeah. Because for me, I like almost don't snack ever. And yeah, I don't snack don't. as a means of necessity. What I snack for is a means of mood elevation. That is and, simply it. It's a drug to me. And oral fixation. You, and oral fixation. You have a hardcore oral, oral fixation and you need to satisfy it by... Can I tell people Josh vapes? What? <laughs> Can I say the V word? Vaping is legal <laughs> some places. I know it is. But you're either vaping or you're asking for a snack. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, especially I, on set. I need things in my mouth all the time. Um, yeah. And also, I just need my hands to be occupied. Mm-hmm. I got like that mad ADHD, just like fidgetiness. Which I is why. hands. Oh. Number one, baby. Yeah. One, pistachios are expensive as hell. Right, and all that money is going straight to Iran. This is this is one of the that sounded doobie. That I just meant that like it's. It I is a to, secret pistachio <laughs> program only the infidels know. I just wanted to point out that pistachios are legit. Like Iran's like third biggest export or something. Yeah, aside from um, pubis, <laughs> another Borat reference. No, actually, it's like oil, rugs, and pistachios. I think are actually the big three in Iran. Nice. Um, anywho, pistachios are great. I love foods that slow you down intentionally. Oh, you're like a dog with a lick mat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I understand now, okay? If you just if you just put a weird little <laughs> elevated maze on the ground and spread peanut butter around it, I would just scurry up to it and go <laughs> I just start drooling over it. I start biting at it because I'd get confused. <laughs> Why know? is it purple? Oh no, dogs are colorblind. <laughs> Never mind. My cat is a lick mat. And sometimes oh, I see it and I'm just like, I would love to put like a chocolate cremeux in there <gasps> and just like Oh, for yourself, not for the cat. No, not cat, for the cat. No, 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 no. I want to spread like a beautiful like like creme caramel or something in a lick mat. That way it'll last longer for me and I'm not just devouring it. I need something. I need an <laughs> external barrier to slow down my eating. Uh-huh. Otherwise, like Doritos, I mean, that's gone in three seconds. It's funny so because- I want to see how many I can sho- shove in my mouth. We also have unshelled pistachios, but you never reach for those. No. You never reach for those. Only the shells. You told me about something about instant gratification, by the way. Yeah, when pleasure was, delaying. When I was eating one of the Deshelled ones. Uh-huh. You said something about. You said something about. What was it? You're like Nicole. You're all about instant gratification. Stop or something I like that. I didn't say stop. No, I wasn't policing. I no, was just psychoanalyzing like... so I can manipulate you later. I don't. This you is how like, it goes. You were like, mm, instant gratification, huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And you're like, you gotta deshell them. You know it's better. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. Huh? It's like getting. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say unshelled oysters just loose, but I guess I don't want to. I don't want to shell shuck, my own. I don't want to shuck my own oysters, oysters either. No yeah, I kind of hate peeling my own shrimp. Crawfish, like peeling... crawfish are the one that I enjoy. I enjoy That's peeling. That's so crawfish. weird. I like peeling shrimp. Yeah, I like peel and eat shrimp. I think it's because shrimp are too delicious. 
<laughs> that I'm like, I'm mad, but crawfish mm-hmm. are like kind of just okay. I, mm-hmm. I really love eating crawfish. I love sitting down to a giant crawfish boil, mm-hmm. but there's not this like, get it over and I need that in my mouth. It's like, oh, I'm I'm here, I'm vibing, I'm dipping, I'm sucking, huh. you know? That would be a good workplace snack, just peel and eat shrimp. I was just thinking that, yeah. A bucket of peel and eat shrimp. That'd be huge. That'd be huge for us. <laughs> So my, my snack motivation mm-hmm. uh-huh. is pure mood elevation, which is sure. why, one, pistachios are for me to keep my fingers busy Got it. while I'm fidgeting. And then the other thing, what was the one snack that I was clamoring for <sighs> for years? Nicole, for years, a years-long mission to get this four one type words, of snack. Four yeah. words, one sentence, yeah, easily yeah. said, single, single bite, bite snack cake. cake. That's what we need. If I go into my text messages, if I go into my emails, if yeah. I go into my Slack threads, the <laughs> the phrase mm. single bite snack cake yep. is all over there. And it's from you! Because I constantly crave a single bite of a lovely snacking cake. This now you might guy. ask, what is a snack cake? I'm so glad this you asked. <laughs> so you could look at like the hostess little Debbie Cannon. We're talking about Star Crunch. That's We're right. talking about right. Nutty Buddies. We're talking Cosmic about Brownies. Cosmic Brownies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, zebra cakes, yeah. what have you. A good Twinkie I'm always a fan of. Um, but if you go into the culinary realm, we're talking petty fours. Mm-hmm, that's right. right. We love pe- the little the the mythical kitchen loves petty fours. We love petty fours in the mythical kitchen. You know, we love eating bacon covered slop nachos and whatever. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day. A nice Nice little pedophore. It's a little ornate cake layered, covered in chocolate, garnished (laughs) with little things. And that to me is the best single bite mood elevator in the world. Can I tell you something? I did so much research to find you a single bite snack cake. And still you came up empty. No, I didn't. Oh my God. You bought me a tray of cookies, which was a nice gesture, Nicole. It was a nice gesture. No, 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 no. And then I dropped them behind the fridge. I bought you those tin of cookies because I was like, okay, we'll start with this and if you like this we'll just yeah. have it on automatic order because uh-huh. I care if you want to be happy that was actually a very nice gesture and then, and you then didn't need to do that you threw it in the back of the I didn't fridge. throw it now we have ants whatever and then after we had that, ants long before that after that after that I started looking more into like okay he doesn't like these they're behind the fridge he had an episode whatever <laughs> I go and I look <laughs> wait is the party line that I like threw these in a fit of rage behind the fridge they fell behind the fridge we were like trying whatever to get something off the happy, fridge man. and it fell whatever makes you happy and then after that I'm like okay he said cake so let me go look into cakes. Uh-huh. And I went and I bought you those rainbow cookie chocolate covered oh, snack those cakes are... that were that That's were it, saturated. Baby. They were saturated in almond extract. So good. I opened it, I gave you one, and I said, eat this. And you yeah. were like, oh, this is great. Thank you, Nicole. That's Remember huge. that? Maggie, can we pull up an image of that? Look up Costco Italian rainbow cookie cakes. You guys. This is the ultimate. This is my number one. We haven't had these in months. Where did they go? I stopped ordering them because you told me oh, to stop ordering them. Yes. God. Cake give me bites, What are they called? The original cake bites, so Italian good. rainbow. They are so almondy. It's like biting into the most delicious flavored cake ever. And it has this dark chocolate on it. And you're just like, oh my God. It's a little hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me to stop ordering these for you because you said you were eating too much. Too much. It was too much. It got too much. And then then you would put them in the freezer and you eat them like ice cream. Have you ever read The Terminal Man by Michael Crichton? Of course not. Okay, so it was his second novel ever, right? First Crichton novel, The Andromeda Strain, of course. And then he actually produced the original movie, Westworld. A creator of ER, Michael Crichton, incredible uh, career, Isn't wrote Mike, Jurassic who's Park. Who's Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton, I believe, uh, played... No, Michael Keaton played Batman at some point. Hmm. 
and I believe it was in Birdman and also played Ray Kroc in The Founder. So Back to Michael Crichton. <laughs> so Michael Crichton, no. Okay, the, the Terminal Man. This is why I can't eat the Italian rainbow cookie cakes okay, anymore. Go for, go for the Terminal Man was about a guy who had like epileptic seizures and they create a new device. This is written in like 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Very kind of like, Philip you know, K. Dick-esque. Uh, a little bit, but more more, oh, da- more dad fiction than Philip K. Dick. A little really easier trying. to... I was really no, you're, you're correct. He's kind of in that, you know, new technology, sci-fi uh, <laughs> era. Um, but anyways, this guy gets an implant in his brain that basically triggers the pleasure sensors of the brain. So he effectively has a big O. Not Oscar Robertson, the basketball player, but an orgasm. So he basically, you know, triggers the big O every time he has a seizure and his <gasps> body snaps out of it. But then the body uh-huh. naturally wanting to like... So every time his body's about to have an epileptic seizure... He has an orgasm? This device... Yeah, but he doesn't just like, oh, you know, he <laughs> just... It triggers the sensors in his brain. A serotonin rush, all that. You know what I mean? But the body... So he tries to have more seizures? Not he tries, but his body naturally does because, because... it airs towards the good feeling. So that's the thing. And then eventually it happens. It's just happening every single second. And eventually his brain shuts down. He kills a guy. Spoiler alert for a book that was written 60 years ago. Um, But I think about that a lot in terms of food where it's like too much of a good thing and you become numb to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the Italian rainbow cookies are literally too good. They're too good. For me to have in the office. I will not order them again until what? Okay. I'll order them in May. Yeah, I need something. <laughs> I need something. Uh, we have them right now. I don't think we brought any, but we have Madeleine. <laughs> oh, you like the, the bougiest pieces of crap. You are. We have Madeleine's. From um, Costco. The from Costco. Ones, yeah. yeah, those are a great single bite snack cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, less bougie, that I have been really employing, Rice crispy Treat. Oh. Deceptively, not super calorie dense, but uh-huh. but very pleasure dense. I yeah. find Rice Krispies very pleasurable. <laughs> Um, no, but it's like, it's satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, good, it's, it's good. It's a mood elevator, it, it's nostalgic. What about, you know, the refrigerated snacks? We don't get to talk about No, refri- get your veggie trays out of here. Me? Bro, there's been... so much rotten hummus in our fridge right now. Well, Everyone I don't, fr- nobody I don't gets the fridge them. snacks. Well, let me tell you, I would love carrot sticks with a little ranch. I love those very much. <laughs> or even a yogurt. If When there's yogurt in the fridge, yeah. I eat the I, the mini yogurts. Uh, oh. Yogurt for me isn't a oh. snack, though. Yogurt is medicine. <laughs> Yogurt is like That's my medicine. I wake up. I okay. Here's the things that I eat. I this eat. is the best podcast ever. For me, there's there's foods <laughs> that is foods like a meal. Okay. Like an omelet. I'll eat a nice omelet. An omelet's a meal. An omelet's a meal. And then there's things that I consume that are medicines, which is creatine pre workout, and then you're so yogurt crazy. with blueberries and protein powder. Did you notice, Nicole? Tell them about what I had for breakfast this morning. Josh had the most violently purple yogurt blueberry mixture I've ever seen. I actually complimented the color of it because I've never seen a color like that in nature. So I was like, "Woo, pretty!" And then he's like, "Oh, there's like strawberries and cream protein powder in there. That's what's making it really fifty-five pop. grams of protein in there. Some say Good the body can only digest forty at a time. I figure, why not tack on an extra fifteen just happens, in case? What happens to the rest of the protein? Poop it Robert out? Irvine actually said it when we were talking about diet and he just goes you'll just shit it out <laughs> and it was pretty funny and then he went like pod in my language which is really funny though um, <laughs> so funny. but anywho uh, so for me yogurt I don't even count as a snack most people would and it is great I probiotics healthy for you I like yogurt as a snack and there's a lot there's a lot of incredible yogurts on the market right now dude a lot of good yogurts man let's talk about the bar yeah okay so the bar Wait, talk about your favorite yogurts real quick. Because oh, there's what? a lot of, we're in an unprecedented time for yogurt in history, um, especially office yogurt. There's this incredible yogurt. I think it's called uh, Mykonos yogurt, and it has passion fruit at the bottom of it. <laughs> I'm too fancy for my own gut. There's chefs who make like 
quesadillas all day. I know. It's <laughs> Why crazy. are snacks so bougie? Because we work we work in a in a production office. Yeah. Because there are people here that keep the lights on and they give us good snacks. It's not us. It's not us who are bougie. Whoa. We're merely products. Yeah. Of the no, coastal elites no. around us. But but let me tell you about it. Uh, the bar. The bar is the best workplace yeah, snack. I said banana, agreed. but honestly, the bar it can take so many shapes. Any sort of bar. It can take so many iterations. Oh, yeah. You can get these granola bars that will literally affect your mood so much higher. These these are incredible. These Nature Valley Crunchy Oats and Honey. Wow. Yeah, but that's like an actual hazard working around a laptop. So what? What do you mean so Stand- what? That's damaging office property. If Stand I was a, if I in the bathroom. in an office, one, I would be a tyrant. I'd run that like uh, the Branch Davidians. Um, but I would... <laughs> Sorry. Was that David Koresh's group? Wow. I really want to watch Waco. Uh, Waco's great. Taylor Taylor Kitsch? Is that his name? I don't know Taylor who you're talking Kitch? about. Is that a person that people... I'm watching The Leftovers, Tim Riggins from... Uh, he's great. He's hot, too. Um, Nature Valley <laughs> Crunchy. Totally you, ignored me. You bite into it. Because I, I was talking about this. <laughs> I, if I ran an office, I would refuse to stock Nature Valley Crunchy. No way. Nicole, every time you take a bite, just micro particles you know of what's that the best thing? <laughs> into your laptop. You know what you need to do? And then you, you drink it, it up. You break it up like this, and then you put it in your yogurt. But then it, yeah. But then you're you're talking about a bar, and Sorry, then you're just you chopping up the bar. I'm <laughs> encroaching on your taste. <laughs> you are you're denaturing the bar at that point. Ergo, you're just saying you want granola. Denaturing the which bar. Which is a great. You take a bar and you bash it up. It's not a bar anymore. It, no, it's just loose granola. Nicole, a Josh, granola bar. This is a retronym. You can take. It's like electrifying an acoustic guitar. I, you talk about retronyms all the time. But let me so what? You that's what I'm saying. You can do whatever you want with it. You have the freedom to choose. Free This podcast is about free will, Josh. I don't believe free will exists like what at all. What the hell are you talking? All, you think no. it's predestined by GOD that I want to eat pistachios today? No, GOB is a dude named God. Job. <laughs> Job. <laughs> no, um What? I would rather take granola and just compress it myself into a bar. Loose granola you know is how better hard it than is granola to make granola bars. bars? No, it's hard. Not hard. You just like mix it with some sort of syrup and then bake it. It's I've made for my book. I made like fourteen granola bars because I couldn't do it. You just mix it with like egg white and okay, syrup. You know and what? Bake it. You know what? It's so simple when you say it like that. So I used to, <laughs> Nicole. I used to make my own protein bars in college. Did you sell them? Uh, no, I'd like give them away. I like oh, published nice. a little recipe on my little fun food blog, and then that like made it into my little book. Protein bars um, are good. This one, <laughs> actually, my favorite protein bars are indeed Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch. They're really um, good. He actually sent us a ton. Shout out Robert Irvine, friend of the show. And then uh, I stupidly was like, hey, other people in the office, you can come <laughs> take these. And normally people don't take the food that we offer them. But they, they were take down a lot with the protein it. bars. They were down with they the protein bars. They were out of here in like 20 minutes. And yeah. I like didn't even save any for myself. Um, so I am a benevolent guy. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, protein <laughs> bars for me, obviously, like if you're not, again, that's a medicine food. There's meal food, medicine well, food, food, is medicine. food elevation food. I think I think food as medicine is fine. No, but but like food part some foods are medicine. Sure. Right? Uh, We're sounding insane right now, but like hear me no, out. No, it makes sense. A cup of tea is medicine. I have two medicine meals a day, two real meals a day, and then two mood elevators a day. Hmm. That's how I break it down. That's cool. First meal, all is a medicine meal. Okay. Second meal You're breaking your fast. You're breaking your fast. Uh-huh. Second meal, real meal. I'm making a burrito in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Third meal, another medicine meal. Back to a protein shake. Fourth mm-hmm. meal, 
Probably gonna be another burrito. Probably gonna be Taco Bell. You just fell into that one. I'm oh, sorry. God. I'm moving. Uh, no, no, I shouldn't tell people where I'm moving. I'm moving very close to a Taco Bell, and it's gonna be dangerous. Oh no! And we're talking about how the only thing it's gonna save us is it's like literally walking distance from our apartment. And there's oh, so many no. Taco Bells, so nobody could figure out where it is. Okay. Um, but it's walking distance from our apartment. Uh huh. And we're saying that the only thing that's going to save us is we get back late night and the dining room is closed. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to drive through it. And Julie and I are obviously very anti-drunk driving. Hot take. Don't drive drunk. That's a good take. Um, but we're like, we're going to try and figure out a way to game the system. We're okay. going to call an Uber to pick us up and go 50 feet to a Taco Bell. That's smart. Drive through. So, buy the Uber driver dinner. Mm-hmm. And then drive us back. That's actually really cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. About it. Or you can just like DoorDash it, huh? <sighs> I guess. But that's weird. No, it's not. Wait, can, if, if a DoorDasher can pick up Taco Bell late at night, why can't I? Okay, back on I'm the subject to, of workplace snacks, I'm going to snacks, I'm gonna have to become a DoorDash driver just so I can pick up my own Taco Bell. Josh, you should become a DoorDash driver and then surprise people. And then look at the back, like, it's me, Mr. Chef Josh. And then they're like, who the frick are you, man? Like Shaq? But you're like, super, like you take off your mustache. Do you want an autograph? And you're like, surprise, it's me, Mythical Chef Josh. And you look back and they're like... Who the hell is this guy? Oh God! I was. <laughs> Let's at, do it. Let's do it. I was at when I was at the Super Bowl party at the Elks Lodge. Um, my buddy, I was there with like his older cousin. He has like teenage kids. Uh huh. And then uh, this guy just comes like beckons me over and he goes, "Hey, I just found out you're famous." I mean, we're all drunk. It's the Super yeah. Bowl, and I'm like, "Not really, though." <laughs> and he goes, "You're on YouTube." I'm like, "Yeah." You're on TikTok. I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Hey, kids, come over. You know who this guy is?" <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> and they're like. No. no. And one goes, have you met Mr. Beast? <laughs> and I go, I think I've like met his like manager once. And the kid goes, okay. <laughs> and You're so we're super famous and I love that. You're great with kids. I have one more one more point I would like to make yeah, about workplace snacks. Please, please, please. How do you feel about chaint, chaint, <laughs> chip adjacent chips? Oh, I'm a huge fan of chip adjacency. Chip adjacency. Chip adja- because you're speak. chip adjacency. Uh, are you chip talking adjacency. about like like plantain chips? No. <laughs> are you talking about pop chips? What did you say? Plantain. Plantain. Who pronounced it plantain? People There's in like the a, Caribbean or something. I don't know. I just I heard someone say plantain once, and I just love saying plantain. Yeah, it's it, plantain uh, chips. so I believe plantain is is yeah, like American, chips. and then like plantain is like Caribbean. No, no, I just like saying it. Hopefully, it's not cultural appropriation. I don't know. Comment no, can, below. There's multiple. There's multiple ways to pronounce that word. <laughs> yeah, plantains. Yeah, it's like caramel and caramel. Yeah, yeah, caramel. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge, and I think a great way that somebody who runs an office can show people that they care is like you get a good mix. Of like, you know, the Doritos, the Fritos, the, the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get like one or two little fun ones. Maybe Adjacent. it's Terra chips. Maybe it's <gasps> Terra. They got like this, the, the beet and parsnip chips. Oh, those are so good. There was another brand. Oh, it was, it was called like something stupid. Like food should taste good. It was the whole name of the brand. But they had like sweet potato tortilla chips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get some plantain chips. Get a little popcorners. I will say popcorners, kettle corn. Had these on a plane for the first time, immediately went to the store and bought large family-sized bags of it. I don't like those, but I do like plantain chips. Yeah, the popcorn is, I mean, they're they're trying to be a healthy chip. What do we got? Eh, I don't care. If you're eating chips, like, don't be healthy. Just... I always see you snacking on Gardettos, specifically the brown bread bites, and then you throw the rest in the garbage? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, yeah. Gard- <laughs> yeah? if we would just buy just exclusively the, bread. the the rye chips. Just bread rounds. Just bread rounds. Well, okay, I'm going to throw out another... Curveball here. Throw so snack mixes are great because I don't like get them at home, so I'm only eating them in yeah, the office. Yeah, so yeah, it's a yeah. fun little treat. Mm-hmm. Um, better than snack mix though, sack of croutons. 
Oh, I sack of yeah. croutons is the yeah. single best snack you can ever eat. You get one of those garlic olive oil herb ones. Yeah. Ooh, girl! I had that instead of chips in my house. That same. was my snack. Same, same, same. Croutons were my snack. I never had croutons. Never remember eating a crouton on a salad growing up. That was just tossing it back, man. Yep, 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 yep. And we that is the croutons. best. We should have croutons in the office. We just saw croutons. Where does the snack in croutons? Is that a business that we can start? Yeah. All we got to do is just take croutons that exist and put them in a smaller bag. Yeah. I agree with that. Or like get the, um, you ever go to Wendy's and get the Caesar salad? I never go to Wendy's. <laughs> no. I think <laughs> You get a work. salad from the drive-thru? Uh, I don't know if they still have a dollar salad. You they get have a salads. Dollar... Okay. Going and getting a salad from a fast food restaurant is crazy. Nicole, when I was a kid, wait, let's listen for more depressing Josh no, 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 stories. I can't when I was cry a kid, today. I was so deprived of like homemade food that I was literally sick of eating hamburgers and stuff. So we'd only have like three dollars for dinner for dinner and I'd go to Wendy's <laughs> and I'd get a baked potato with chili and a uh, salad for three dollars. Because I was <laughs> like, I want home cooked food. I don't know how to make it myself. Parents don't cook. This is three dollars, baby, hot and ready. And it was great. And but the point—the point podcast is, just to make Nicole sad. Rename the, the podcast. The point is, it's a happy Nicole podcast. Sad. I'm talking about snacking croutons <laughs> because you get a one dollar salad and they give you a tiny little bag of like six croutons and you they're pop, so pop good. them. They're so good. And they're great. And then you get a baked potato. So Which Josh, what did we learn today? I think we learned today that uh, snacks are really a way for offices to manipulate you into being more productive. Um, and I like that. What I think they should do is just crush up, um, what are they, like Ritalin? Is that what they get the kids? Uh, with, with, yeah. yeah. Yeah, crush up Ritalin, sprinkle it over your pop chips, mm-hmm. and that'll increase worker productivity by at least 40 or 45%. I didn't even talk about prunes. <laughs> I prunes, didn't talk about Welch's snack, uh, fruit snacks. Welch's fruit snacks, prunes. They're kind of the Gatorade. same Gatorade. You guys drink Gatorade in the office. Digestive health is really important yeah. in the office. Yeah. And so I think prunes are good because if people if people spend too much time on the toilet, you know, if they're having trouble getting Boss it out. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Brought to you by prunes. All right, Nicole. We've heard of you and I have to say. Wait, now wait, it's time wait. to find out what are, what do you what do you do? I was readjusting my chair. Oh gosh. Say that again. <laughs> All right now, Nicole. We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe. Time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are like, like casserole. Casserole, baby. that guy from what where's that one from? oh he's like uh outside of new orleans like like not from new orleans proper but he's like out like it's like east of baton rouge you know he's like hey now baby what do you got on a tawny sashery right down that down gator <sighs> next <laughs> first opinion please um if i eat dried apricots <laughs> during this whole segment yes, is that don't cool? do that that's rude just one give me one then um, mm. Hi, Josh and Nicole. This Hi. is Kalina Hi. from Hi, Arkansas, and I just wanted to let you guys know that whenever I'm at Sonic and I get a mozzarella stick that is significantly shorter than the other mozzarella <laughs> sticks, I consider it lucky, and I make a wish <laughs> on that mozzarella stick. This is the type of superstition I can get down with. I thought she was going to be like, why is that? What's the scientific reason? But no. Kalina just taking it in stride. That was beautiful. I'm glad that you take, you know, you know, because most people, they'd be like, why is this mozzarella stick shorter? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This isn't fair. I'm going to go, you know, talk to the Sonic manager. <laughs> but no, you take your shortcomings and you make them positive. And that is beautiful. I love mm-hmm. that. You're turning lemons into lemon juice. More people. 
<laughs> more people can learn something from you. That is my favorite thing I've ever heard That's anyone the best, say. Best opinion that is, ever said. That is wonderful, and I hope you get as many short mozzarella sticks as your heart desires. Kalina, you're a beautiful human being. We need more people like you. Hey, this is Danny from Central Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. And I just wanted to say, Everyone's from Pennsylvania. Uh, I love you guys, first and foremost. Love you too, love man. Second of all, Josh, every time you bring up a Pennsylvania Dutch food or something you know, about your father mm-hmm. in the Allentown area, I immediately get triggered. But none more than when you bring up pierogies. Pierogi. Pierogies are overhyped, mushy garbage. Whoa. If you want something, just go get a goza. Go get yeah. dumplings. Mm-hmm. Pierogies are trash. Mm. Yeah. It's food for babies that they put inside of a dough wrapper. Mm. A self-hating central Pennsylvanian. Uh, Well, Um, I will say I like pierogies. I like gyoza more because I think the flavor. Sometimes you need bland food in life. Sometimes in life, you know. And there's no more bland food than the Pennsylvania Dutch. Their whole movement was based off of like not raising the humors and temperance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Quakers. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. uh, Pennsylvania was founded as a Quaker state. Well, there you go. Well, I don't know. In life, you need to have the spicy. You need to have Mm. the, the salty. You need to have the sweet, you know. But then you have to have, you know, the bland. The milk toast, yeah, the boring because it makes you appreciate. You need you. It makes you appreciate. You know those punchy, bright flavors even more so. Like when I, I went to Connie Seafood, I told you about this. Connie Seafood, favorite restaurant in all of LA. It was delicious. I had a wonderful spicy ceviche. I had the smoked marlin tacos with this beautiful stretchy cheese, and the flavors were so gorgeous and punchy and in mm. your face, spicy as hell. And then I ordered a sea bass that was just pan seared with some vegetables and a very nice rice on the side. Mm -hmm. And it was delicious. Delightful. The boring complimented the exciting. Yeah. And it it was a whole well-rounded situation. Sometimes you got to eat bland pierogies, man. The sweet make the spicy spicier. The spicy make the sweet taste sweeter. Do you remember what I said the last time we made pierogies? I never remember what you say. Oh, my God. I remember everything I say, and I'll tell you about it. Sorry, honey. We made pierogies for Chris Collins' last meal. Yeah, I wasn't here that day, unfortunately. Lily made them from scratch, dough from scratch, brown butter, bacon bits. It was just so good. Some of the best pierogi I've ever had. Um, And I ate it, and I was like, Pierogi are the worst dumpling. Oh, <laughs> it's just it's the worst dumpling. It is like he said. It's it's gyoza but filled with just mashed potatoes instead of like an incredibly spicy and and fragrant you know meat, meat farce. farce. Um, no, it's just mashed potatoes. You're correct that they are objectively the worst dumpling. They are still a delight because the worst dumpling is still a great. It's good, food. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's the novelty of going to a place like Yakko's Hot Dogs. I, last time I went to Yakko's at 10 a.m. We're like on a trip out to the Yingling Brewery, the most Pennsylvania sentence ever uttered. And we went to Yakko's at 10 a.m., got two Yakko's style dogs with this like weird vinegary chili sauce on it and deep fried Mrs. T's pierogies that are still finished oh, with French fry salt. Oh, yeah. fried pr- I've never and had a fried And they are the pierogi. hottest. Li- it's filled with just instant liquidy mashed potatoes. Oh, ow, 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 Oh, my ow, God. Ow. It is the hottest food in the world. Oh, uh, and a birch beer and a tasty cake. So, for me... It's a regional thing that I just absolutely love. But you're like correct. They're the worst dumpling. <laughs> just still great. Hey, Josh and Nicole. Hey. I just want to say love the show. Oh, I'm looking for you to settle an argument Uh-oh. that I have with my boyfriend. Break up. Stop him. Is, what food <laughs> would you serve an alien? He argues, oh. ever the gracious host, you start with something very simple like oatmeal, steamed vegetables, Mm-mm. to rule out any Mm-mm. allergies or any reactions. <gasps> That's a good point. I say you give them the very best humanity has to offer yeah. off the bat, oh my which gosh. is pizza. I'll take my answer off the air. 
Nicole, what do you? Okay, so wait, this is. I have a lot of a, thoughts about the biology of this all. I love this so much. I almost don't want to answer because it'd be a great podcast. But we got to give a short answer. At least I got to give a short answer. I lo- I love this creative so much. I think you and your boyfriend are so fun. Number one, we don't know enough about the digestive system of aliens to even say that water. oatmeal will be less likely to trigger anything than something. I like, would give them water. You're because gonna start slow. You give them water because they came to a planet that's how much seventy five percent water. How much water is? <laughs> We're like. This is what Earth is known for. Yeah. Water. How much this is, is Earth called water? Evian. How much is Earth? Enjoy water? Glorp Glop. 70. Okay, so I was close. The so Earth is 71% water. There is no way they came to this planet knowing that it was 71% water and won't drink water. It's like you go to Mexico to eat tacos. Why would you eat spaghetti? You come to Earth to drink water. Why exactly. eat pizza? Unless they came here accidentally and they thought it was like another planet, like yeah. what happened with Christopher Columbus. And then uh, they'd kill him. I would have yeah. feed them. I'd kill him. I'd like to stress that I'd I'd also try to kill the aliens. I would rather murder than the aliens. Um, yeah, you go to you go to the history of mankind is that of conquest. Um, they're not here to make friends, but if I'm they not here were, to make friends, I'm here to win. If they if they did come here for the right reasons, like they're on the Bachelor, <laughs> I am all about giving them the best that humanity has to mm. offer, which is to say. A birria, bean, and cheese burrito from from Burritos La Palma. That is my official nomination. Wow. But I would it would be the last bite of every burrito. You'd stand it up because you got to let the juices drain to the bottom so it eats like a soup dumpling. Mm. And I agree. I think pizza is a great idea. Pizza's I was a thinking idea. a coney dog as well. <laughs> so American of you. You know what I want to find out though? What is the most human food? What is like the most average food in the world? If you were to take rice. But like, but like a dish, something that actually has flavor. If you were to rice take rice with okay, egg, <laughs> here's the thought experiment. If you were to take every single dish in the world and have every single person rank that dish on a one to one hundred score, um, right? I think there was a website that did that. Really? Yeah. What do you think would fall at the highest rice. level? Bowl of white rice. Bowl of white rice? No, but it'd be something more flavorful. Humans like flavor. Pizza. Would be right? pizza. It might be pizza. It could be pizza. Pizza is a universal thing. Pizza hamburgers have traveled the entire yeah. globe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that said, hamburgers, right? Beef automatically, most of India is wiped out. Yeah. And right? India is what? One it's billion? Like one, one point seven, one point, it's like 1.7 billion Holy at this point. Holy crap. A lot of Indian people. That's what I'm saying. You take yeah. every single culture, cheese, right? Uh, a lot of people, Love China, cheese. you know. Don't eat no cheese. Don't eat no cheese. I mean, you know, it's starting to westernize, et cetera, People et cetera. are down to eat cheese, though. But I'm saying there's a lot of people that don't, you know, mess with that kind of stuff. So yeah, it might be a rice-based dish. I'm feeling rice. Might be rice. My, not a bowl of white rice. So it'd be like a fried rice. Bibimbap. I'm not a big bibimbap fan. I feel like everyone loves bibimbap, um, but it's not going to be your favorite food. It's going to be a food. That's what we should you. serve the okay. alien. I, I, I will, I'm going to feed. It. I am going to feed the alien a glass of water and go from there. Lean pocket. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> turkey and general lean pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Companies are gonna bid on what to feed them, like Totino's pizza rolls. Oh my gosh! Like, Imagine the first alien eating is sponsored by like Quaker oatmeal. Nathan's hot dogs. <laughs> Put them in the comp with Joey Chestnut. <laughs> uh, they would probably cream Joey Chestnut. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just, just like Hoover them. Uh, they'd eat Joey Chestnut along with. Oh them. yeah, no. Yeah. I hope Joey Chestnut is not eaten by the <laughs> Nathan's hot dog alien. When uh, you when you see an alien, what do you see? When you close your eyes and you imagine alien, who do you see? Octopus. I see Roger. Big old from octopus. American Dad. <laughs> I see the heptapods <laughs> from uh, the story of your life. Yeah, that's right. The book that Arrival is based on. Oh, is I was gonna say Arrival. The story of your life. Okay, it's next. actually a book of short stories called The Story of Your Life and other stories because I <laughs> am next cultured. Op- next opinion, please. 
the book was so much better. Hello, Josh and Nicole. This is Nick from Illinois. Hi. I have a food combo, and some people are not going to like this, but I say don't knock it till you try it. Hmm. Okay, check this out. So you got a chicken patty, okay? Chicken patty? And then you add any kind of jelly on it, (laughs) mustard, pickles, any kind of pickles, and then boom, you got a tasty chicken sandwich. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been doing this since, like, junior high or so. I love it. So, like, uh... Twelve years. Wow! This is just him coming yeah. to grips with his own mortality, it, it trying to figure out how old really he is. Good. All right. Uh, thanks for the uh, voicemail. You're welcome. Mm. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'll see you back. Okay, so it's a chicken patty with jelly mustard pickles in Sc- a sandwich. scrapple. Scrapple. Uh, this yeah. is a scrapple combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at a chicken patty, right? We're talking it's pressed, pretty much formed, scrapple. Round, like that's scrapple, baby. It that's sure just is. chicken scrapple. No, it sure is. I had a chicken sandwich once at a fair. No way. It was a, yeah, you went to a fair? Bro, can Orange to, County Fair. Can huge. we go to the Oisy Fair, please? You I want to go to the Oisy fair. fair with everybody. You got to go visit Chicken Charlie, man. He's, he's deep frying a new thing every year. You know, we did like deep fried Kool-Aid one year. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, point is I had a Krispy Kreme jelly donut cut in half, spicy chicken patty in the middle. Mm. Uh, it's a good combo. It's just a good combo. Yeah, it sounds good. It's a good combo. I don't Nick, see, I think you're correct. I don't think there's any hate to be to be shoveled. I think you're great. Yeah, tomato paste and spices in there. That's a barbecue sauce if you whisk it together, if you think about it. There you, you go. Know. You know? Hi, Nicole and Josh. <laughs> um, my name is Lori. I'm from St. George, Utah. Nice. Um, and I just kind of had a question for you guys. So I recently went through a pretty tough breakup. Oh, and I used to love oh. cooking, but cooking was something I did with my partner a lot. And so ever since we've broken up, it's just been like really hard for me to get back into cooking and like just get back into my old eating habits. And I miss like my relationship with food and my love for it. And so Mm. I was just wondering like if you guys ever went through a rut with food and like how you fell back in love with it. So I'd really appreciate the advice. Uh, love the podcast. Love the vibes. Keep it up, you guys. I love this question. This is a great question. And I have an upsetting answer. Um, okay, should I do mine first? Do yours first. Um, I'm constantly in a rut with food. There is no, uh, my job is food. I come home, I have to eat food. I have to cook food. I have to, there's just, food is like a constant in my life. So Mm. to give you a short answer is a little bit tough, but I will say, uh, um, I'm learning how to love food in a different way instead of, uh, thinking of it as content only or, as like, I don't know, something that I do to entertain myself. I'm just trying to re-love food as well. So you're not alone at all in, in that scope. I will say when it comes to cooking again, make a plate of, I don't know, broccoli. Make a plate of broccoli. Cook it however you want. Sit down and take a bite of it. Chew on it for 10 seconds. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Let it out. And then that's it. That's what I would do. I would just cook a plate of food, whatever it is, just one thing that will require very little time, very little energy, sit down and take a bite of it and then go from there. That's my advice. This is going to be one of those things where you're going to have to choose either between me and Nicole's <laughs> advice because they're going to be opposite. So I went through a breakup too. I used, uh, This is a, a long time ago now at this point, but it was mm-hmm. a very long relationship. Um, really hard breakup actually. It sure. uh, really affected me a lot mentally and emotionally. And I had that same rut with food. This is when I didn't stock salt and pepper in my kitchen. Just had Tony Sachery's. Right. Shout out Tony C's. Um, but the thing that really got me back into cooking is I used to cook for her almost every night. Mm-hmm. And we had a very sort of 
just a needling toxic relationship where we would just say passive aggressive comments oh, to each other no. every single moment of every day and did it when I would be cooking. She'd be like, are you making that again? Oh, That's no. all you make. You know, stuff like <gasps> that. And so the thing that got me back into cooking was cooking the things that she hated that I cooked. Oh. So for me, listen, I we can't all have positive, healthy relationships with people and food. I'm going to be the devil on the I shoulder mean, saying- I don't have it either, but sure. yeah. I'm going to be the devil on the shoulder and say, lean into spite, lean into what feels good, right? For me, so literally I got back into cooking, but I'd be like, oh, she hated because all I would make is just like stewed Mexican meats. That's all I'm going to cook now, but we're making we're making mole, we're making carne and suhugo, we're making birria, we're making pozole. Like I'm leaning into the things that I loved mm-hmm. that she could never take away from me. Mm. And so I like refound my own love. Nice. That's where this burrito thing comes in because after a, a breakup, especially I was in that relationship for five and a half, six years, you kind of forget who you are outside of that mm. relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I started rediscovering the music that I loved. I didn't have to act wow. like I loved these weird hipster Canadian bands that played oboe anymore uh, Andy Schof he makes good music but I went to a lot of his concerts so I resent him now um, but I, I, I started listening to metal again you know I, I listened to that before I met her and I freaking love it man started listening to dubstep started eating spicy stewed meats and burritos refining out the things that bring me joy outside of another person and I would implore you to find that because I'm sure you know even if you don't have that resent or spite towards him um, no relationship that ends was a truly happy relationship you know I believe that. <laughs> you can either cook in spite or cook in joy. Take your pick. Try both. Try both. See try what you bo- love. Try, honestly, try both. Like you said, there are two schools of thought here, and you decide what's best for you. And take a picture of your food. Send it to us. That's a good question. Cook his least favorite food. Send it to him. No, I was saying send it to us. Send it to him in like a like a bag of no no. Send it like to us. Dog, we want to see it. it. We don't care what you cook for them. Light it on fire. I, Put it I on mean, his doorstep. I don't don't. He is calm. Don't do that. And on that note, thank you for listening to a hot dog as a sandwich. Where do my eyes go? We got new podcasts every week. Uh, for the foreseeable future, we don't plan on stopping. We've been doing it for a while. Yeah, we'll keep doing it. You can see this. You can see us on as long as Friday. You still like it, yeah. You can see us on Friday, Fridays. or you can listen to us on Wednesdays. Wednesdays is when you can listen to Wednesday, us. Wednesday, listen. Friday, look. You see this? F is for fries. Fries rhymes with eyes. You see us on Fridays on YouTube. If you want to be featured on Opinions by <laughs> Casseroles, give us a ring and leave us a quick message at eight three three Dog Pod One. Also, if you go to YouTube, we have another. We have a channel over there. We have so much stuff to show you. You can't even wait. Yeah, there's the Mythical Kitchen channel. Is cool. I love that channel. We I cook love on it on. mostly. I love Sometimes we don't cook. Sometimes you just hang out. Sometimes you just hang out. We have the Hot Dog is a Sandwich channel, which is this. Yeah. You can see it right there. A sandwich. If we're going over the other mythical properties, um, check out the the Red and Link channel. Yeah, it's good. It's over there. Good Mythical Morning. Good Mythical a good Morning. Show. It's a Most show that watched we, daily show in the number world. Number one. Good Mythical no More is a separate channel that we love. Still good. Go back and listen to the back catalog of Trevor Talks Too Much. Yeah. Um. Go and listen to, uh. what is it? Dispatches, Dispatches from Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. Link's Dad Link's is Dad hilarious. Link's Dad is fantastic. Utterly, Ear Biscuits YouTube oh, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, best Friends Back. One. All right. That's good. I don't think it was yeah. ever on YouTube though, right? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't believe it was. It was a um, good podcast, so go listen to it. I yeah, liked it. A, Nikki, and also Smosh. A fellow, Pers- a fellow Persian woman Nikki on the pod. Fault, yeah. yeah. She followed me on Twitter recently. She's great. Smosh, Smosh Game, Smosh Pit, Smosh en Espanol. We, lo- we have Smosh en Espanol. I believe so. Good Mythical Morning used to do like when the... Uh... Es la verdad. <laughs> si, si, Adios si. mio, muy bien. Si. Subscribe to all those, like them, put notifications on all of them. Mm-hmm. And... Mythicalsociety.com. I think it's called, it's called El Smosh, not just Smosh en Espanol, yeah. Muy bien. 
Yeah, well, thanks for stopping by. See ya.